0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your last weekend wrap-up before Christmas, and the last weekend wrap-up I think we're going to do for the year because of Christmas and New Year's falling on
1: weekends, I think it's probably just best that we say, "Yeah, this is the last one for the year, so hope y'all enjoy it. <laughs> we'll it, try to make it awesome. It's been fun. It's been, it has. It's been
0: nice knowing y'all. <laughs> this, is, this is it. Yes. How's everybody doing out there? This is that show where... We wrap up a shitty week and yeah.
1: In in true break the bell fashion. Absolutely. But you know, the surprising thing is, um it wasn't as shitty as we thought it would be. No, no, I've been <laughs> kind of ignoring most I of the I have too. This well week, it's but, Christmas, you know? Yeah, we've
0: got I had my family Christmas, yeah. like my, my parents' Christmas yeah. this weekend and preparing for a big christmas extravaganza episode we haven't been digging into news and looking for new stuff we've been digging for extravagant christmas things for the christmas Christmas extravaganza extravaganza. so uh when we went to find news what was going on for this we're like "Eh, nothing's
1: really i know it was quiet kind of like hard to like get my mind into like oh we need to find something Mm -hmm. you know because it's like yeah, we've been like, like you said, getting ready for Christmas and Christmas, and Christmas plays and baking and music and movies and and holly jolly stuff. And it's like I love holly jolly stuff. I do too. Did you I do too? Did you do holly jolly stuff this weekend? I did some holly jolly stuff. Did you? How much holly jollies? How much holly jollying did you do? Well, see, I'm trying to discipline myself to keep watching Christmas stuff. Yeah, it, it's difficult because. You got Hawkeye on Marvel, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we, uh, oh, we went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, which was really good. Okay, no spoilers, no spoilers. And then, um, and then they have the new season of Witcher started on Netflix. Oh, and right. so I've been like trying to space that in between how um, Christmas Ho- stuff, holly jolly stuff. Yes, exactly, holly jolly stuff. But I have been baking and listening to music religiously yes. almost. I, I've been eating and
0: listening yes. to Christmas yes. music religiously. Yes, mostly eating though. Um, I ate way too much. Chris, my mom makes some amazing like fudge really? and shit oh, like that. Gosh. And so if you're listening, mom, you make the best fudge. And I'm not just saying that cause your mom, my mom, you make <laughs> the best fudge. So, um, I ate a lot of that this weekend. Yes. Like I said, I, we had our, um, Christmas exchange with my family and, Our uh, white elephant or keep or take, whatever Mm -hmm. you call it, it it just, it's turned into the most ridiculous. It's like, see who can find the ugliest, most ridiculous item from Goodwill. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to put it back here. I got this ugly ass. It's probably a 50 year old Ronald McDonald stuffed animal. That's awesome. I know it's old as hell because my grandma had the same thing when I was a kid down in Mm. this old toy box. I was old toys that were my dad's. Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters when they were kids and it was equally as creepy and ugly then Mm -hmm. and um somebody found it at at like a antique type shop and gave it and i was just like i stole that thing twice to get it. i was like (laughs) i want that damn ronald mcdonald because it's so ugly and so nasty and creepy yeah my brother ended up he bought it but he ended up getting it he stole Mm -hmm. it back for himself it was this old, crusty-ass teddy bear that had no eyeballs. <laughs> it looked like Radar O'Reilly's teddy bear on MASH. That's funny. And he's like, I want this for myself. <laughs> so so our uh, Keeper take is the highlight of That's my awesome. Christmas most it, of the time.
1: It's funny to me that, um, like, so my wife and I, we got all nostalgic the other night. Mm-hmm. And we started watching these, like, vintage, like, um, christmas commercials
0: oh yeah yeah you know
1: uh, and what uh
0: like what about the campbell soup where the, the yeah, snowman yeah. melts and yes there's the, that's my mom's favorite commercial okay
1: there's that one well one of my favorites is a ronald mcdonald uh commercial where he there's all these kids ice skating and then he shows up and then he's ice skating with all these kids and they make like a train and then like there's one real little kid and he's not strong enough to hold on. So he like drops and he's real sad because he's left out. I don't think I've seen this one. Okay. So Ronald's leaving and he looks back and he sees this little kid and there's cartoon like bunnies and deer that feel bad for the kid. And so Ronald comes up and he's skating towards the kid and the kid gets a big smile and he picks the kid up and they, that's creepy. Well, (laughs) that's what Ali said. She goes, this is really creepy dad. I'm like, no, this is Ronald McDonald. He's one uh, of the good ones. It's a creepy ass (laughs) clown picking my kid up. (laughs) I always thought it was a sweet commercial. <laughs> My daughter thought it was creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to agree with your daughter on that one. But yeah. <laughs> I
0: understand the nostalgia of the
1: creepiness. So, yes. Well, so we'll go with it. When I was younger, clowns weren't scary. They didn't become scary until like it came out. Yes. And like uh, when I was in 80s, like, I think. Yeah, I was like, uh, I think eighth or ninth grade when. Yeah.
0: And then the new it came out a couple yeah, of years back. And, yeah. And yeah, it's just a whole world of creepiness. It is now. Yes. Yeah. And just the world is creepier now yes. than it was
1: back then. Back then, you could go ride your bike out in the woods right. and have no problems. Exactly. Now, And you'd you... probably see a clown and, and ask them for directions or have a picture taken with them. Now, <laughs> you see a clown in the middle of the woods. He and probably he... has a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we went and saw some christmas lights nice and uh more and more people are doing these displays with the LED oh, s- yeah. synchronized to radio so station. many more things now with LEDs it was, it was cool mm-hmm. I mean yeah they like I heard a, a rendition of a Christmas song I'd never heard before you know uh like Gungam style yeah this was a uh, santa style <laughs> and <laughs> wow and the kids loved it they're like in the possible. street dancing to the song yeah while the lights flash that's awesome yeah
0: Stay in your holly jolly moods. Everybody must uh, treat themselves to their own special Christmas yes. gift this year by treating themselves to the official coffee of freedom. Your phone is—it does. My I think, bad. It's, I think it's every bad. time I go to plug, run your mouth, coffee, your phone goes off. <laughs> I,
1: I have it synchronized. Your phone that. gets excited, it's yes. like oh, coffee, Ooh, coffee. I'm up. <sighs> Man, I had a good build up to that. You I just it. Sorry, damn phone. Treat
0: yourself this Christmas season. <laughs> To the wonderful gift of delicious freedom loving coffee from our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the official coffee of freedom, the official coffee of free speech. And I'm going to call it the official coffee
1: of Christmas. The official coffee of going Christmas. There.
0: Yes, it is the official coffee of Christmas because, uh, I mean, Christmas is getting to the point where it's getting so woke now that it's yeah. almost. It's cringy just to like see a lot of the newer Christmas commercials or the newer Christmas shows and stuff. It's just getting to the point where it's it's just become way too woke for for my taste. And I I feel like Run Your Mouth Coffee agrees with that. I would. I want to go back to the old. Remember last year when there was the attack on all the Christmas songs? Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, uh, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. 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 We should be able to free, sing freely. Sing, baby, it's cold outside. And not you want to do a duet with me? I I haven't practiced, so maybe for the Christmas extravaganza. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, that was the surprise you didn't know about. We are singing that. No. um, surprise. Um, I feel that like Run Your Mouth Coffee supports your ability to sing, baby. It's cold outside without fear of backlash of the feminists or the people yes. that the the hashtag Me Too movement. Uh, you should be allowed to sing that All You Want while you're drinking Run Your Mouth Coffee, obviously.
1: Absolutely. Well, yeah.
0: Obviously, you you have to drink it's coffee. it's cold outside. Yeah, it's cold outside. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word, no spaces. And you'll get 10% off your order, and you can treat yourself this Christmas to delicious... Fresh roasted coffee, delivered straight to your door. I highly doubt it's going to make it there by Christmas. By now, you should have ordered it already, but it'll be a nice late Christmas present for you. Spend some of grandma's Christmas money. Grandma always gives, still gives Christmas money. I mean, that's what grandmas are for, is giving good Christmas money. Um, So spend that Christmas money on the gift that counts. That is coffee that also promotes free speech. The coffee itself doesn't promote free speech, but... The creators of the coffee promote free speech. That'd be interesting. but I would. Maybe someday. RYMcoffee.com. <laughs> Don't forget that. Go to it. Buy it. Drink it.
1: And have yourself a merry little Christmas. And, and, and have a conversation about free speech while you drink it. I, while you drink Christmas it. Christmas yes. dinner table.
0: Yes, I, obviously. Yeah, yes. If, you, if you did order that in time to give it as a Christmas yeah. gift— they, they can pull it out and they can be like,
1: hmm, what's this run-your-mouth stuff? And that'll open up a whole new door of uncomfortable conversations. I, I, my, my wife doesn't listen to the show, so I can say this, but I, I got her a, a FBJ shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, or, sorry, F yeah, FJB shirt mm-hmm. to wear... Um, christmas so very nice is she yes. gonna wear it to I, her family's? I, she's wearing it to my family's, and so i'm sure my brother-in-law will say something and so we will have a discussion it's about free gonna speech be great you gotta record this because <laughs> i want to see we'll, we'll play it as a bonus
0: episode okay, okay perfect your wife throwing down with your brother-in-law <laughs> at, the, at the christmas table yes we gotta get into the show though we got we're gonna kick this off with some true holly jolliness or lack of holly jolliness. Apparently, That's, the first news that comes to mind is not the least holly jolly least, news, but it's you can throw out it's there. as Christmas as it gets. It is there is a war on Christmas. If I haven't told you this, there is a war on Christmas. I mean, look at the Starbucks cups. That's true. You should know damn that it. there's damn Starbucks cups.
1: Why are there's... they just red and green? That doesn't make sense. I know, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, that was I haven't even heard about that in a couple I, years. I haven't. Just I, hearing about God. the the Fights of oh Starbucks hates Christmas yeah. and hates Christians because they have just red and green yeah, cups now and it they doesn't don't have any say, designs. It's just, just red or green. And it doesn't even say <laughs> Merry Christmas. This is bullshit. They still have their Christmas blend, but they also yeah. have a backup which is holiday blend. It, oh, so. Okay, okay. So, but what about people that don't celebrate holidays? <sighs> then you just get coffee. Yeah, winter coffee. You get fuck you coffee. Winter solstice coffee. <laughs> yeah, you go. So, this <laughs> lack of holly jolly information that has just come across our desk here is apparently there is a candy cane shortage That's fueled horrible. by covid oh my gosh and a weak peppermint harvest <laughs> i'm glad they threw that in there I, I i feel like it's probably more because of the weak <laughs> yeah, peppermint harvest than covid not so much yes. covid so this is from new york post let me pull this one up it starts out here's a nice picture of a candy shop those poor this, those poor candy shops are I getting hosed they are Says it's a great candy. It's the great candy cane crisis of 2021. Oh God! (laughs) Well, it's the New York Post. It's probably sarcastic. So they're more, yeah, they're they're less about the outrage, more about the sarcasm. So like us, weakness in peppermint crops and COVID caused logistical issues have created a problem for big candy. Big candy. (laughs) We only received half our candy cane orders this holiday season and sold out almost immediately. We currently have zero in stock, said Mitchell Cohen, the owner of Economy Candy on the Lower East Side. Raw material and ingredients shortage globally have had a quite the impact. It was it was a first it was a first for the store which has been in business since 1937. I feel like they're going to write Christmas movies about I, this. I feel
1: like yes. That, like
0: uh it's that the year there was no peppermint. The year without a candy cane? Yes. Um uh, do you remember you know all those like uh shit what are the there's movies where they have like the old school like toy store like yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone 2 I think it was had like the old guy with the toy store. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like the really classic toy store yeah. and um the guys, remember went and the, robbed uh,
1: it. The, the Willy Wonka, yeah, uh, the original. Uh huh. Yeah. When the, the guy was in there singing the Candy Man while he was dishing mm-hmm. candy out to all these kids, yes, that, that comes to mind. But
0: I feel like this is gonna be a Hallmark classic with yeah, a I can see that with like the 1937 classic candy store, and it's at fail, it is at risk of failing <laughs> on Christmas Eve because there's no of the great candy cane shortage of 2021 I, maybe
1: break the bell needs to get into producing movies we do we come up with a lot of good <laughs> we, we have ideas. had some
0: really good ones but then i usually forget them as soon as we're i done. was gonna
1: say we had a really great one that i can't remember I, now
0: i can't remember either it says cohen said they sold more than 12,000 candy canes before running dry since candy canes were invented we have had candy canes he said Peppermint production in the United States has declined nearly twenty five percent over the past decade. Can't they make other flavors of candy canes? Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's spearmint. I'm not
0: sure that candy canes. Okay,
1: I got hosed. Uh, we you went at the wrong to... kind of candy cane. We went to Carlos O'Kelly's the mm-hmm. other night because we had a gift card from a friend, and um, and as I was walking out, they had a bowl of of mints. It said mints on it. It's clearly said mints. Yeah. I grabbed one, walked out, popped into my mouth, and it was some kind of some kind of mutant coconut <laughs> pineapple Why? mutt candy, and it was the worst thing that I ever they're had in my They're trying to mouth. convince
0: you that it's mint because there's no peppermint. There's no peppermints yes. out right now, and, and they're like, "Hey, if maybe if we tell them these are mints, yeah, they don't know the difference." It, it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody. I I had some gumdrops at my mom's, and um, uh, you know, there's like the fruity gumdrops, and there's the spiced yes. ones where red's like cinnamon and yeah. the greens like mint. Those yeah. are my favorite. Those are good. They had these gum drops, and we could not, for the life of us, tell what flavors these were. Cause like white, you think would either be like mint, yeah, right, or something, yeah, winter green. And I, I think it was like almost a coconutty taste. Mm. And then the green wasn't lime or winter green. It was I, 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 it recognized. The flavor, but I could not put my finger on it. I was like, what the hell are these knockoff gumdrops you got? Probably (laughs) because of the the great candy shortage of 2021. They have to come up with new flavors that nobody wants. (laughs) Let's keep going with this. Says a survey of local retailers found a mixed stocking of prep responses. Mixed stocking.
1: The puns. The puns are. Yes, this guy's angling towards something.
0: Some stuffed with plenty of candy canes, while others struggling to keep the delicious confections and sometimes tree ornaments in stock. I can't find any candy canes anywhere, lamented a blogger at New Jersey radio station. Did they lament? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it's not like boxes are empty. There are no boxes. What what did you expect? There just be empty boxes? Yeah, oh. right. Oh. <laughs> Economy <laughs> Candy says fans of peppermint-flavored candy canes are not the only people suffering. Sweet Boutique sold out early of, it, of both its kale and ham-flavored candy canes. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Why? <laughs> Why did you have to include that in this? No doubt. It just... <sighs> what is the name of that store? Because I'm never going there. Economy <laughs> Candy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Kale. And ham. Who would want. I I like ham, but not in a candy cane. I don't want to suck on a ham. (laughs) I feel like the only reason those two
0: sold out is because the mint ones were gone and they're like, well, we got to put something on our tree. See
1: what what covid is doing to this country. It's forcing people to get kale candy canes.
0: It's forcing us to. (laughs) To divert to. (laughs) We're regressing as a society, <laughs> yes, because of the yes. candy
1: cane shortage. Yes,
0: we are regressing as people by subjecting ourselves to kale and ham flavored candy canes. Ugh. I hope people aren't doing this on purpose and being like, you know, what sounds great—a kale flavored. <laughs> I mean, you got—I—I I bet those go great in California. Oh, I, you know, I, those in avocado yes. flavored. Yeah. Oh. You know, you yes. know, those go great yes. over there. So, just as we are excited about christmas coming up now we have to worry about a candy cane shortage to me i don't give a shit about candy canes i i i don't like candy canes i i really i'll eat them okay i i I like we have a bunch on our tree right now my kids love them but you can always go get the starburst ones or whatever to hang on the tree too you can find alternatives i like the mint well yeah if you're gonna
1: eat them but i right don't choose to eat them that often gotcha okay
0: so I mean it's not the end of the world if there's not a fucking peppermint right. candy cane. Yes. They are
1: making this way yes. too big of a thing. That's the great candy cane catastrophe of 2022. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, have we have we hit this one hard enough? I think
1: so. There's not really a lot harder you can hit. So it. that's about the extent of Christmas news yes. this this year. Merry Christmas, folks. <laughs> there's no candy canes. <laughs> so, so when you go visit your Santa, he's gonna give you kale instead of an actual candy cane. So Staying in line with uh, getting fucked over by COVID in
0: 2021 <laughs> because that, I mean, it started in 2020 and then it continued in 20, 2021. Yeah. So 2019. No, was it 20, early? It was well, yeah, it was 2020 when we it yeah. showed up around here. So this one I didn't tell you about because this one's fun Okay. and it's it stays true to the COVID stuff. And this guy, this guy should sue this guy. This guy's a hero in my book. OK, OK. A man was thrown off a United flight after using a red thong as a mask.
1: <laughs> huh? <laughs> I mean, how can you be mad about that? I know he he's being responsible, right? He didn't I mean, have one in stuff. You know, he didn't have a mask. He used what he had. Right. It says a Cape Coral man or
0: corral Cape Coral man. Has been banned from flying by United Airlines after using a red thong as a mask. That's, I mean, that's extreme. That's extreme that, measures. That there. is extreme. I mean, he should have a lot of support behind uh, yeah, him. Absolutely,
1: I, I feel like that—that's resourcefulness. Yes, he's thinking about other people's health.
0: Passenger Adam Jenny was flying from Fort Lauderdale to Washington D.C., but was escorted off the flight before it took off. He was officially asked to leave the flight for failing to comply with a federal mask mandate. Jenny wasn't shy about his reasoning for using the thong as his mask. I think the best way to illustrate absurdity is with absurdity. I agree. I agree with that, too. And I feel that the thong probably does just as much to prevent the spread as an actual mask does. Yes. He also had no problem admitting that this wasn't the first time using the thong as his mask. He said he told NBC every single flight has been met with different reactions from the flight clue. Flight crew, I cannot read today. Some with a wild appreciation, others confrontational. But for every flight in the past, Jenny has made it to his final destination. The report says that this time he wound up in custody of the Broward County Sheriff's Office. He got arrested. Wow, for, for wearing thong on his head. Eventually, they called TSA and airport security. I ended up staying at the gate for about 45 minutes. He said. He, he also said others then followed his lead, taking off their masks and walking off the plane in protest. Good. Good for Good. them. Yes. Good. He had more support for his actions than the thong would mm-hmm. actually support in its actual yeah. use, Health. usefulness. Yes. yes. I think it's a testament to passengers having had enough, citizens having had enough. This is just nonsense, he continued. My intention was not to ruin anybody else's day. The customer clearly wasn't in compliance with the federal mask mandate this is united airlines statement he wasn't he was clearly not in compliance and we appreciate that our team addressed the the issue on the ground prior to takeoff avoiding any potential disruptions on the air how is a thong on your fucking face going to disrupt that flight? in any way right conversation piece i i i'm so i'm so glad there is there are people out there that are still willing to be like, you know, this is stupid. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with this. This is so dumb. I'm going to show you how dumb it is by doing something even more dumb. Yeah. And seeing how ridiculous you respond to this. And then this response here. Oh, I'm glad they addressed this before. Yeah. And so we could a- avoid any disruption. It's not like he, what is he going to do? Get up and do a strip show right in, in the air. Yeah. Right. Take off. Uh, the thong off of his head in a seductive way. I mean, w- what disruptions could this possibly? Maestro,
1: cue the music. <laughs>
0: it's like n-ts, 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 as he's sister like sister Christian <laughs> <laughs> as he slowly takes it off his face. God. Hey, uh, this was a this was a toplet or this was. A-
1: I I don't know. This is a juice flight.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this is not. This is not that kind of flight, sir.
1: <laughs> that kind of flight is Southwest Airlines. You need to go to Southwest Airlines. We don't do that kind here.
0: So what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think That's this good for him? I and, mean, arrested, and, like arrested, though. Uh, I hey. can see them because it is. I mean, it's a private company. They have the right to kick. Them oh, off absolutely. If they, want. they have right. the right to
1: ban. A, if you're, if arrested, you're the sheriff's deputy and you got the call. We have a, a guy who's creating disturbance. He has a thong on his head. <laughs> okay. I, I, excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah, I'll be. We'll be there in about an hour. Yeah, okay. you. You really want me to come get him? <laughs> um, I was just
0: about to do like a freaking. I don't know. I was. I was just eating donuts, man. Yeah, right. And you're calling me for this thong incident. Yeah, the great thong incident. <laughs>
1: I mean, that'd be good stories to tell you. There's a picture of a guy with a thong over his head saying, don't allow him on the flight. (laughs) Yes. Imagine in 30 years, though, that guy's. Oh, yeah. Christmas is
0: like grandpa. Grandpa. uh, What was his name? Adam. Grandpa, Mm -hmm. Adam, can you tell us the story of the flight (laughs) of 2021 again?
1: The great Christmas flight. Do you think he, if he swapped to like, um, like crotchless and showed up, they would be like, even recognize him <laughs> be like, Oh, come on in, sir. And he wears granny panties. <laughs> <Yeah. next> time. <laughs> like, wait, no, the,
0: the one who's wearing that thong would never, yeah, never do granny, never panties. do granny <laughs> panties. Yeah. Did so you see, did you see the style of thong he was wearing? <laughs> he would never resort. That's no, there's to no way panties. that would stop COVID. Definitely somebody else. <laughs> The granny panties will definitely hold it in. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's keep moving on because all this pre COVID nonsense to say they're definitely trying the same tactics as last year to scare us out of Christmas or scare the unvaxxed out of Christmas um, because of COVID being so rampant, especially with this bizarre Omicron that is so deadly and so dangerous and so easily spread that,
1: a whopping total of one person has died yeah. since they and made the they announcement. were probably what? 101 years old. Most likely. Yeah. I haven't heard much about it, but, but, but cool. even like the person who discovered it is like, you guys are being ridiculous. This is really mild. It's like, I, I kind of wish I hadn't said anything. now. <laughs> there was a meme I saw and it was like, it was a horse and like the back part of it said COVID. And it was like really nicely detailed, look yeah. professional, the middle half, it was like rough sketch, you know, and it said Delta. And then like, there was, the Head and the front leg looked like a kindergarten droolet. I've seen those yeah, memes, yeah. was I like Omcron was the, the, the doodle, yeah, uh, stick yeah. figure, yeah. Front,
0: yeah. I've seen the memes for other things, but that's, that's funny. So, the White House is saying to us, poor, unvaxxed people, or us evil, unvaxxed people, yes, you are looking at a winter of severe illness and death, of course. <gasps> dun, Bring, da,
1: it Bring it on,
0: yeah. The White House. COVID-19 response coordinator Jeff Zeinz predicts a winter of severe illness and death for Americans who decide to not take the vaccine or the vaccination for the CCP virus, who which causes the disease COVID-19. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death, said Zients during a White House COVID-19 update on Friday. For yourselves, your family and the hospitals, you m- may soon overwhelm. It goes on to say the grim message from the White House comes a day after a panel of advisors at the CDC unanimously voted to recommend the agency tell the public that the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are preferred to the jab from Johnson and Johnson. Any vaccination is better than no vaccination, said CDC Director Rochelle Walensky of the J&J jab after endorsing the panel's recommendation. So. The J and J jab, which is fun to say, yes, is not as good as Pfizer or Moderna, but anything's better than nothing. Right. Yeah. And we're looking at a long, cold, dark winter of death for the unvaccinated. But how many people who are vaccinated have got COVID publicly that you've heard of in the last day even? I mean, uh, Elizabeth Warren and uh, Booker, Cory Booker, both. tested positive for covid in the last day or two and they're both vaccinated from what i know so but they won't be hospitalized because they're vaccinated is what they'll tell you additionally pfizer biotech announced friday they will need they will add a third vaccine dose to ongoing clinical trials as children as young as six months fuck that as two doses do not produce a robust immune response in kids two to five years old meanwhile the national average for the daily covid case ticks up to about 119,500 per day as have the average daily deaths and hospitalizations with about 7,800 new admissions and about 1200 deaths each day. This despite more than 60% of the population being considered fully vaccinated. That's, that's interesting because I want
1: to know what their definition of fully vaccinated is at this right. point.
0: Cause w- weren't we up to like 80%?
1: Yeah. Right. And I heard that they just recently changed the definition of well, fully New York. Vaccinated I was again. about to say yeah. New
0: York city mayor came out and said, uh, actually now to be considered fully vaxxed because they have all the restrictions to go to public restaurants, go to theater and stuff. You have to be fully vaxxed to do those things. Well, now the people that thought they were fully vaxxed, a good percentage of them now can't do those things until they go get the third dose now. So it's, they keep moving that bar further and further to get more and more people into this cult of, um, thinking that this vaccination is going to be what saves the world. But clearly it's not. I mean, there was a, there was a cruise ship that had a COVID vaccine outbreak last week or I'm, the week yeah, before everybody on board was vaccinated and they yeah. had a a vaccine or a vaccine outbreak, a COVID back. God damn it. <laughs> a COVID outbreak. Holy shit. I got to get my shit together. <laughs> says public health officials continue to push vaccines, even though, Without a booster shot, data shows the jabs to only be nominal, nominally effective against the new, more transmissible Omicron variant, which is expected to become the dominant strain of COVID in the U.S. in the coming weeks. That it's so freaking weak. Mild. Mild. It's like. Well, there's more to this because that's what the White House has to say. Listen to this, though. This one is interesting to me. Let me, let me make sure I have the right article here. Go away. Not that one. Okay, I can't find the article now. Mm. So there was an article that said at least 40% of people who get Omicron don't show any symptoms at all. But it, it's super potent or whatever. It's called the silent. Shit, where'd it go? I'm just going to pull it up on my phone and read it because apparently I don't have it on my screen here. Oh. So this is calling it, this is from studyfinds.org. It says, silent COVID, quote unquote, is twice as prevalent as feared with four in 10 patients having no symptoms at
1: all. Wow. That's scary. So is that something we should be scared of? No. No. It's like, yes. You're like, well, it's twice it's transmissible. Yes, and twice you may have it, but you, you getting, won't even know it. That's how scary it yeah, is. It's so it's <laughs> the called the silent,
0: <laughs> not even silent killer. <laughs> yeah. just, just silent. silent. It's
1: called the silent one.
0: Yes. <laughs> 4 in 10 COVID-19 patients are asymptomatic carriers of the virus responsible for over 800,000 deaths in the United States. That's such a... Is that not so misleading how they say that? Yeah, I was just
1: going to say that's the most misleading sentence. That's the story of COVID. Researchers from China, yes, we should be listening to researchers
0: from China, say a global study of almost 30 million people found silent cases of the virus are twice as prevalent than previously estimated. Ooh. The results show 40.5% of the confirmed cases of the illness are among people who show no symptoms of the infection at all. Rates rose among certain groups, including pregnant women, air and cruise travelers, and care home residents and staff, the people we knew that they were prevalent among. The, The typical ones. The high percentage of asymptomatic infections highlights the potential transmission risk of asymptomatic infections in communities. The data shows 4.5% of undiagnosed care home residents or staff have had the coronavirus without displaying any symptoms. Typical signs of infection include fever, cough, loss of smell, taste, fatigue, shortness of breath. The findings also apply to over 1 in 50 pregnant women and air and cruise travelers. This finding of high percentage of asymptomatic infections among air and cruise travelers suggests that screening and quarantine on airport arrival is important for reducing community transmissions. How shitty is that? Yeah. Hey, uh, when you get to your destination, we're going to quarantine you, even if you show no symptoms, if you pop antibodies at all. I mean, how how are they going to know if you have it active? Because they look for the antibodies in your blood. So you're going to have it for what? How many weeks after? Right. How many months after? So they're going to look for the antibodies and be like, hey, you have antibodies. We're going to quarantine you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just maybe maybe they're just going to do mandatory quarantines. Uh,
1: that's my thought is, yeah, they're going to do mandatory quarantine <laughs> For the unvaccinated, yeah, obviously. Right, right. And you you just, got your vaccine card, you're yeah, fine.
0: You fly into Paris for a 10-day vacation, but you got to quarantine for, for 14, 14 days. days. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> and then you come back home and you got to stay here and quarantine <laughs> for 14 days. Yeah. Can you take that much time off from work?
0: <laughs> so, I mean, shouldn't they say that it's not as deadly as they're saying it is? Well, shouldn't they instead of scaring us more by being like, actually there's three times more people that have had it that didn't get anything.
1: Right. Yeah. And people like, Oh my God, right? that many people have had it. And we didn't even know it. But, but the, the story that they pass on is, well, yeah, you may be asymptomatic, but you'll pass it to grandma and it'll kill her. But it's the same,
0: but that,
1: that being the case,
0: they're saying how that's such a scary thing. But then when the data came out and said, you know, People who are vaccinated can car- be carriers just as much. They can oh, transmit yeah. it just as much. Everybody's like, Yeah, uh who who cares? Yeah, who cares? Why are you even telling us this? Right. You're, you're he's vaccinated, so who fucking cares? Yeah. Who I mean he's gonna transmit it, but it's gonna be vaccinated. Uh COVID, that's gonna be transmitted in the air, so it's not gonna be as bad.
1: Yeah, and it, no, there's
0: no science or logic no. or anything in any no, of this.
1: There's not, it's all fear porn. Yes, yeah, so.
0: I, I think they're going to keep ramping this up. I think they it's are. intentional they're ramping it up for the yeah. Christmas season here, hoping and praying that people don't go and celebrate Christmas. Yeah. But I think for the most part, more and more people are just saying, fuck this. I'm so sick of yeah. this shit. Right. I'm sick of these protocols. I think if they um, announced a mandatory lockdown now, I think you would see a lot of really upset Oh yeah. Uh, You'd see a lot of civil unrest Yeah, really quick because people, people be like, are so yeah. over
1: the shit. It's like, are you serious for this?
0: It's the first time I was like, you know, uh, two weeks to, sp- to, to yeah, flatten the right. curve. And that went on and on and on. And then finally things opened back up. And they're like, oh, the economy is doing great when it's not. Yeah. And then to turn around and be like, you know what, guys? I mean, just hear me out on this. Maybe, maybe we should do this. For two more weeks, just to flatten yeah. the curve. People are gonna be like, ah, fuck that. Yeah, right. They're gonna be yeah. like Thong Man on the plane and yeah, be like, exactly. Look how ridiculous. They're... Thong Man is their least concern in this. I was gonna say their least worry. Yeah. They should be
1: more worried about the people that are gonna lose their right, complete yeah. shit. The small business people that are gonna have to close doing over yes. stupid shit again.
0: Yeah, and all those uh, Trump supporters. Obviously, it's the Trump yeah. supporters oh, yeah. and the white supremacists they got to worry yep. about yep. that are spreading misinformation about all this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's Q. What about the what about former Marines that got discharged because they're refusing oh, COVID vaccines? Do you yeah. think uh, they're going to just put a thong on their face and show the, <laughs> the absurdity?
1: I think that you're severely weakening the country.
0: Oh yeah. Well, can you imagine those kinds of people and oh, their yeah. military mentality?
1: Right. Yeah. Who
0: have got to the point where they're like, you know, I don't fucking care about my career, my yeah. military career that I put how many years into, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. And then they get booted and then turn around and be like, hey guys, we got to lock down again. Those yeah. are the people I'd be a little more concerned about. Right. Apparently, over a hundred Marines, which isn't that much. It no. sounds like a lot, but over a hundred Marines were discharged for refusing COVID 19 vaccines. Uh, it says Marines and other military service, this is from BBC, Marines and other military service members discharged for refusing the vaccine will reserve an honorable or general discharge. So it's nice to at least give them yeah, an honorable right. discharge. While well, the vast, how pissed off would you be if you got dishonored yeah, for that? Yeah, no shit. Well, the vast majority of the U.S. military personnel have been vaccinated, thousands have been reprimanded. Up to 20,000 troops have sought exemptions or refused to be vaccinated. The Marine Corps, which is set at 28 November vaccination deadline for active duty Marines, said in a statement on Thursday that one hundred and three have so far been separated from the service. According to the Marine Corps, 95 percent of service has been fully vaccinated with one thousand and seven exemptions granted so far. Hmm. Additionally, more than three thousand Marines have applied for religious exemptions of the over twenty eight hundred that have so far been processed. None have been approved. The U.S. Army, the largest military branch, has to date seen 98% of its active duty troops receive at least one vaccine dose, with 96% fully vaccinated until they bump that back to three, then only like 20% is probably vaccinated. The Army has relieved six senior officers, including two battalion commanders, for refusing the vaccine. Hmm. More than 2,700 written reprimands have so far been given. The service will begin discharging those who continue to refuse into January. Less than 1% of total active duty force have refused vaccination order without a pending or approved exemption. Approximately 1.7% of the Navy remains. We don't need to read all of this. So get the point. Yeah. Military men. Yes. Commanders like battalion commanders that have probably been in 20 plus years. Yeah given dedicated their whole life to the service
1: Maybe west point graduates yeah yeah being told you know what it's time for you to go sorry yeah. yeah you you no longer uh you know fit the the profile what we need for a military leader right so if you were in yes and would you get it i don't know cuz i wasn't as like open to
0: all this bullshit right when i was in i was pretty I feel like I was a little not as brainwashed, but more brainwashed than I am today, definitely. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if it if I was in now, yeah. no. But if I was if it was this happened back when I wasn't, I mm-hmm. may have. Yeah. I got so many shots that I didn't even
1: know what, what, right. what they were when yeah. I was in the military. So I could already have whatever yeah um it, <laughs>
0: disease they're trying to give me. And
1: it would probably it's probably gonna get to that point where you go in and they just give it to you and they don't and even boot camp. Ask. Yeah, yeah, right. Just Walk down the line with your yep. ass showing. They just, just stick
0: you in both arms and yep. the ass. Yeah, it w- wouldn't it surprise me if that it would be included in it. I mean, that's how they. I, like I said, I have no idea what they shot into me at boot camp. <laughs> Who knows? Um, did want to mention. I'm not going to read an article or any, or anything, but um, we talked about how the courts kind of shut down uh Biden's vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. Well, the appeals court came back and they're like, no, it's good. So. This is just going to get lobbed back and forth. Yeah. It's going, I think it's gonna go to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think yeah. what do you think the Supreme Court does? You think they the Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Covey Barrett's of the world
1: are going to allow this to stick, or do you think um I, I think it gets shut down? Unfortunately, I think they are gonna let it stick. You think? Why is that? Um, yeah, as we talked about before, I mean, there it's not a positive presence, but there is precedence for it. Um, I think that uh that They're going to find some some way to push it through that's going to, especially OSHA, if they can push it through with OSHA, where OSHA's is saying that it's like a workplace emergency type thing, I think they're going to let it stand. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to say no. I'd like to say that they're going to stand up and be like, no, you can't I, force I people to do so, this. But I would hope so, but I'm afraid you might be
0: right in all this. And where do you think that takes us? do you think people still continue to push back as it gets harder and harder for them to resist or you think one by one, they'll end up trickling right. down and being like, okay, fine. I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and do it. I've seen several people on Facebook or, or Twitter that were completely against this forever. Yeah. And they'll be like, I finally gave in. I had to for my job. I yeah. gave in and got the jab. And it's just like, it, I feel like that's going to be it I because so. it's like, I've told you this story. My, Last one of my la- old jobs, I worked installing for Dish Network for a horrible, horrible company. It wasn't Dish Network; it was a subcontractor for Dish Network. That was horrible, um and it was such a shitty company, and it was only getting shittier. And finally, yeah. I, and the only people that they could keep was the shitty people. Yeah, like all the the better techs, me included, ended up leaving over time. But when I had <laughs> reached my point of hey, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I reached out to like six other of the best techs who hated it, absolutely hated it there. And I'm like, look, you know, what's going to hurt them the most is if we all leave right now, because then they don't have, then they just have this big gap, this big hole of techs and it's going to really hurt them. And they might have to either close down or change the way they do things to keep people. But no, they're like, no, we'll stick it out. And then slowly, little by little, one at a time, they ended up, none of them work there anymore. Yeah. But it, when you you leave one at a time, it doesn't create a big enough need that they can just fill in that gap as you go. Mm-hmm. Fill in, one drops out, they hire another. If six fell out, it wasn't that, but there's probably 25, 30 techs. So if six of them drop out, that's a pretty big gap. Yeah. But one at a time, it wasn't that big a deal. I think that's going to be how the vaccine is. Yeah, It's not going to be like everybody decides at once hey we're not doing this i think when the pressure is put on with the osha and the mandates mm-hmm. it's going to be the same way where it's like little by little people are like yeah, yeah i guess yeah i guess to the point yeah. where
1: i i agree with that where the people that are left aren't allowed yeah. enough voice to really make a difference anymore uh, the the big difference the game changer will be how the states react because mm-hmm. i think florida has already come out and said that they'll they'll pay companies fines mm-hmm. to keep them from forcing the mandates yeah
0: the they were going to take the COVID response money that came yeah. from the federal to the states, and they're going to use that that COVID response money to pay the fines yeah. of the businesses. which is
1: brilliant. It is. And so if, if more and more states stand up and, and fight it, then you know they could probably withhold for a while until there's a new president who can reverse it. Yeah. So do you think – I mean, people shout
0: that, oh, we'll fight to the death, like civil right. war over this. Do you think it gets no. – do you think people – stand up that take that hard of a stance against no, it. No, 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 I don't. Not not for this. No. So no, but apparently retired generals do think that there could be a civil war after the 2024 election. They're warning us against okay. <laughs> yeah. Like insurgency that what this article says well,
1: that's eclipses
0: January 6. No way. Yes, that's what it says is that even possible? I i don't know. The worst to holy shit the worst thing to happen on American soil in the history of the United States, to exceed that of 9/11 in yeah. Pearl Harbor yeah. and uh, Ted Kaczynski and all that, all that yeah. shit, and uh, the Unibom- or that, that is Ted, uh, the, yeah. the Oklahoma City bomber—all yep. yep. those things wow. put together, January 6 is worse. But 2024
1: election could eclipse January 6. Yeah. But what <laughs> they don't tell you is that's only possible if trump becomes president again then the left is going to lose their shit (laughs) yeah they'll just throw a bitch fit though yeah so (laughs) this is from
0: WashingtonExaminer.com. it says retired generals urge the pentagon to take steps to avert a civil war after 2024 that sounds scary that does that sounds like hey let's ramp up the spying on people let's uh ramp up you know uh digging into people's lives let's take the guns away from people yeah so that's so ridiculous. It's like when they can't when they don't have a current problem going on, yeah. they have to warn us about the next problem that could potentially be worse than right. the last problem. Yeah. The U.S. military must start making preparations for another insurrection after the 2024 election, according to a trio of retired military generals, an op-ed published by The Washington Post on Friday called for action among growing concern among former senior officials about the potential for lethal chaos inside our military. So now oh. it's inside our military. Oh, wow. Yeah. So push out all the,
1: the ones, the the problem no. children, the ones well, that
0: want to think for themselves right. still. Yeah, we don't right, want right. them.
1: Well, we saw a little bit of that during the last election. Remember they were kind of going through and kind of, you know, checking the list on different soldiers had to give yeah. them like a, like a loyalty. Anti-terrorism yeah, right. yeah, exactly. classes and loyalty. We're going to show you some ink plots. Let us know what looks like an explosion. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> hey, we're going to train you to be fucking violent, but yeah, we don't want you too violent. No? Yeah, right. It says multiple courses of action. Wait, did I, did, I, did I miss it? Oh, I missed this. Lethal chaos inside our military and a flash of violence that could eclipse the Capitol riot of January 6th. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple courses of action were advised by Paul Eaton, a retired U.S. Army Major General, and a senior advisor to VoteVets Antonio Taguba, a retired Army Major General with 34 years of active duty service, and Steven Anderson, retired Brigadier General who served in the Army 31 years. They warned of the possibility of civil war resulting from a military breakdown due to splits in loyalty. First, everything must be done to prevent another insurrection not a single leader who inspired it has been held to account our elected officials and those who enforce the law include the just including the justice department damn it, my mouse died including our justice department the house select committee and the whole of congress must show more urgency the op-ed notes that more than one in ten of those charged in the attack on the capitol nearly a year ago had a service record they also said a group of 124 retired military officials under the name Flag Officers for America released a letter echoing former President Donald Trump's false attacks on the legitimacy of our elections. So so they quoted the president at the time. Yeah. And now there's concern that these types of people could spark a civil war. With the January 6th committee investigation still underway, way, The retired generals said the military cannot wait for elected officials to take action. So we're not going to wait for those that the people elected take action. We as the military need to take action. Yeah. Doesn't that sound almost as bad? Yes. As the military members that want to form a quote unquote insurrection. It it sounds like a witch hunt. Yes. Pentagon should immediately order a civics review for all members, uniformed and civilian on the Constitution and elect. Integrity There must also be a review of the laws Of war and how to identify And deal with illegal orders And it must reinforce unity of command To make perfectly clear to every Member of the defense department Whom they answer to No service member should say they didn't understand Whom to take orders from during A worst case scenario So they're basically saying Oh these guys said they were taking orders from the president Who is the Commander commander in chief so we gotta have more, uh, make more clear the chain of command. They pound into your head who the fucking chain of right. command is in the military. Yeah. Like you have to know from you to the president who is in succession at the chain of command.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You right. have to, I mean, there's no way to make it more perfectly clear than the military <laughs> makes it already. In addition, they wrote all military branches must undertake more intensive intelligence work at, all install installations there you go the goal should be to identify isolate and remove potential mutineers guard against <laughs> efforts by propagandists who use misinformation to subvert the chain of command and understand how that that and other misinformation spreads across the ranks after it is introduced by propagandists so we got to dig into them we got to isolate them yeah we got to m- potentially remove these potential mutineers yeah These problem children. Finally, this one's fun. You ready for this? What do they like to do before things like this happen in real life? What do they usually do? They
1: usually do like a like a training exercise, a war game. Yes.
0: Finally, the Defense Department should war game the next potential post-election insurrection or coup attempt to identify weak spots. Beautiful. It must then conduct. You know what usually happens after we war games? That exact thing, same thing happens, which is why us conspiracy theorists. Point to, to false flags all the time because there was always a war game yeah. immediately before the event happened. 9-11, there was a war game immediately before um COVID-19, there was a war game immediately before the cyber attacks. The cyber attacks, yes. Yeah. It must then conduct a top-down debrief on its findings and begin putting in place safeguards to prevent breakdowns, not just in the military, but also in any agency that works hand in hand with the military, the three retired generals said.
1: I'd be curious to know what these three generals, what their backgrounds are, uh, if they fall in line with our woke. Uh, I am sure chiefs. That, I'm I'm sure they yeah, they, they have are their puppets. So, yeah, hmm. that's fun stuff, right? Well, the military. We we've been talking for a while. I mean it's been a little while since we talked about it, but how we felt like they're ramping things up and trying to make it seem worse, you know, talking about domestic terrorism and white supremacist. And yeah, that's kind of been on the back burner for yeah, a while. It I mean, has
0: usually when they, they talk and talk and talk about it and then go silent on it. Yeah. People get complacent on it. But right. usually for me, it's just like, what are they doing? Right. Why, why are they all of a sudden quiet? Yeah. It's just like, it's like when your kids are making a bunch of noise right, and then right. all of a sudden they get quiet. It's yeah. like, Oh God, who's dead?
1: <laughs> or
0: what did they do? Like you and yeah. My perspective, that's where my brain goes is yeah. what are they doing? Why are they being so quiet yeah. on this now? When they that was like the main focus for months following yeah. January 6th was uh white supremacy or uh domestic yeah. terrorism. They even came out like revised uh yeah certain laws like was, the, uh, the Patriot Act yeah. and stuff.
1: The the biggest threat to world security was was you know the the Domestic terrorism. Such a big threat that
0: they're not talking about it now. Yeah. Right. So,
1: yeah. And, well, in January 6th, in which, what, three people died? Mm-hmm. It, it was considered the worst. One was like a heart attack, I think. Yeah, right, right. But the worst attack on, on, the, US, on the country since Pearl Harbor. I mean, yeah. So, now they want to... Prepare for twenty twenty four, and that's all they're going to talk
0: about. Yeah, well, especially knowing that Trump is claiming that yeah. he's going
1: to run right. again, which I wish, jeez, I wish he wouldn't. <laughs> no, I do too, because, because it's just going to make a shit show it, of it. Yeah, and there's better, there's better guys out there. DeSantis, uh, Abbott are both, I think, good, good, i ideal candidates, but, um, but that's Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I, to be <laughs> honest, I bet you, the Democrats and the media. I mean, they're going to. They want Trump to be the candidate.
0: They do, because then they can push this narrative exactly. again.
1: Yeah. But they, they want Trump to be because they have so much yeah. shit to throw at him now, especially since oh, yeah. January 6th. That But I mean, they, they would they would think it was in the bag again, oh, yeah. like 2016. But but they won't they won't say anything until he is the absolute candidate. They'll mm-hmm. they'll build him up and they'll make him seem like the ideal guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, if when he gets the candidacy, if he gets the candidacy, that's when they'll drop the hammer and be like, yeah. Well, we're expecting a rise in domestic terrorism yeah, and terrorists, da, 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 uh, white supremacist civil war, white yep. supremacist,
0: all yep. that shit. Um, you'll hear again yep. about Proud Boys. You'll yep. hear again about um all those networks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'll pop back up, and they're they're just, they're just grooming us for this mm-hmm. this men- mental image of oh this. Uh, huge insurrection that's going to mm. eclipse that of the January 6th. So we got to start yeah. uh, spying on our own. We got to start eliminating those in the military that, yeah. that think do differently
1: you, from us. Do you wonder if that's why like this hearing with January 6th, how they were going to go after Trump balls to the wall, maybe that's died down because maybe they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe we want him to be the candidate next time. Because, yeah. I, I could see that because again, they think he would be yeah. dead
0: in the water, dead on arrival, because yeah. they immediately have all this stuff. I mean, twice impeached. Yeah. They tried to impeach him a third time after yeah. he was out of office. Um, all these pushes for
1: crimes against yeah. humanity because of January 6th. Yeah. Well, then they already have con- a contingency file, mm-hmm. a war game that they've done against Trump. Yeah. They'll, they'll just last election. All right. Dust off the old playbook. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and they're they're
0: planning war games for yeah. the next uh, insurrection. So, yeah. man, it's it's just hard to take anything. It's hard to believe that anything real would actually happen and not just be a staged event right. just to tighten up more, mm-hmm. cause more restrictions. They yeah. would love there to be another. Insurrection, so they Absolutely. could be like, "Guys, look, this is twice in two elections. We gotta, we gotta shut this down and revise everything. Yeah, change yeah. the election process. We gotta change um, the the protest yeah. laws. We gotta change free speech laws. We we gotta tighten the shit yeah. up. Weapons laws. I mean, just a sweeping." Yeah measure across the board yep. for the second one so yeah they would they would love to see it again as much as they say hey we got to pre- protect against this oh, again yeah. no they want it again so they can do a sweeping yep. because
1: one time thing is that's a fluke right 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 but right. twice yes now we have a problem yeah. and they need more deaths now we got i mean house. let's be honest T- two and a heart attack isn't enough to get people <laughs> going yeah
0: next time we we got to.
1: We maybe gotta we, really ramp let, up let's our deaths.
0: Let's throw way more deaths. Yes,
1: we maybe we should just throw Pelosi at them, let them have their way with her because I mean, she's about dead. Point, yeah, at that point, does it matter? Right.
0: Final story, which is much more entertaining to me. Yes, the UN talks failed to negotiate, failed to open negotiations on killer robots. I
1: didn't even know that they this was a concern I should be having right now. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I secretly hoped. But no, I didn't even know it was a thing. This is for the U.N. to decide, hey, we're not going to negotiate on killer yeah. robots,
0: on laws against killer robots. That's like Nancy Pelosi coming out this week and saying, hey, I'm not going to put a ban to support a ban on congressional members uh, investing in the stock market. Yeah. Because she has such an investment in the right, stock market. Right. That's how she
1: got all of her yeah. money. Was... As long as they're responsible. I don't see a reason why. Yeah. So the U.N
0: saying, hey, we're not we don't want to put a ban on killer robots. That tells me the U.N. probably has some plans for the killer (laughs) robots, right? (laughs) Says manufacturing companies or countries, including Russia and the U.S. are opposing negotiations on the use of autonomous weapons that may result in new international treaties. So, of course, it's. U.S. and Russia, they're like, yeah. yeah, I don't think we need any yeah. laws. <laughs> Country officials and campaigners have expressed disappointment after the United Nations talks on autonomous weapon systems, known as killer robots. That's, I mean, just call them killer robots. It's way cooler it than autonomous weapon systems. Yeah. Stop short of launching negotiations into an international treaty to govern their use following opposition from manufacturing states. Unlike existing semi, semi-autonomous weapons, such as drones, Fully autonomous weapons have no human operated kill switches and instead leave decisions over life and death to sensors, software and machine processes. How many (laughs) how many times do we have to say do not watch fucking movies? No shit. Do the people making these laws not watch a freaking sci fi movie? So no kill switch at all. on these Yeah. You think they'd at least have a backup kill switch. Right. Yeah. Even if you're going to make them. Let them make these decisions through data and processing. <laughs>
1: At least have a button, be like, "Oh shit, abort!" Beep. Yeah, exactly. Like, "Oh shit, it killed the city in Africa. We forgot to update its firmware."
0: <laughs> well, they were an enemy of the of our country, but we <laughs> yeah. just recently made a peace treaty, and we forgot to
1: update. We, we its yeah. it just killed Germany because we forgot to tell them we're not in World War II anymore.
0: <laughs> the regulation of the industry has taken on new urgency since a uh, why is. Why is it taking on new (laughs) urgencies? You're not telling us something here. It's taken on new urgencies since a U.N. panel report in March said the first autonomous drone attack may have occurred in Libya. This week, U.N. Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez encouraged the 125 parties to the convention on certain conventional weapons to come up with an ambitious plan on new rules. But on Friday, the 6th Review Conference of the CCW failed to schedule further talks around developments and use of lethal autonomous weapon systems, or laws. We we need laws against laws. We do, yes. We need that (laughs) t-shirt. But would that be the... Lethal autonomous weapons against actual laws or would it be laws against the lethal
1: autonomous weapons? That's a good point. And I think we need to leave that up to laws discussion. against lawmakers. Yes. There you go. Are we
0: on the list for just saying that? <laughs> Countries already investing or investing heavily in the development of laws attended the five day meeting in Geneva, blocking a majority from agreeing on steps to five establish- days.
1: How do you just talk about days. that for five days? How do you? I would want to see like free samples. <laughs> yeah. Can you show us videos yeah, of this? Can, can, can we you... actually? I want to see the robots fight. Can yes. we do that?
0: <laughs> like a rock'em sock'em fight? Yeah. It says blocking a majority from agreeing on steps to establish legally binding rules on machine operated weapons. Sources following the task told Reuters news agency that Russia, India, and the United States were among the countries that pushed back against a new laws treaty. The U.S. has pointed to benefits of laws, including precision. Of course, the U.S. is in on this. Yes, And they're probably, the, of course, they're in on it because they're probably one of the main producers of it. Yeah, yeah. At present rate of progress, the pace of technological development risks overtaking our deliberations, said Switzerland's disarmament ambassador Felix ba- Bauman, voicing mm-hmm. discontent at the outcome of the U.N. intergovernmental panel, which has been held for the past eight years. <laughs> look at this. Look at this robot. <laughs> this is their video for ban robots. Should we try to play the I, video? I, I think we need. You think to. we need to play the video? I think so. Let's try to play this video.
1: Oh, please, robots kill please! Please tell WN me. The UN
0: is currently being urged. Please tell me that is the lethal autonomous robot that they are referring to. <laughs> Did you see that thing? If you're not, if you're not watching, ban you're listening. Can fatal harm make sure you go to the video the and watch control. this. Look at that thing. So, how likely is this? And how prepared are we for what could be a lethal development in <laughs> artificial intelligence? This is Inside Story. All right. This video is 25 minutes long. We're not going to watch okay. it. Okay. We'll post but the
1: leak. link.
0: We'll definitely post the link for this. But yeah. uh, that last robot was, it was like an animatronic thing yeah. to protest against robots being used to kill says 68 states have called for a legal instrument at the UN, while a number of NGOs have been battling the unregulated spread of such weapons and pushing for new regulations. Austrian Foreign Minister Alexander Schallenberg and New Zealand's Minister for Disarmament and Arms Control, Phil Twyford, have both called for development of new international laws regarding autonomous weapons. The new government coalition agreement of Norway and Germany have promised to take action on the issue. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think we need to continue with this. What we need to know is apparently there's autonomous weapons that and it's a big enough deal that a lot of world leaders are like, dude, we got to do something about this. Yeah. And the uh, main power players like the U.S. and Russia are like, no, nah, now nah, let's yeah. see how this yeah. plays yeah. out. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean. Can you imagine the precision we'd have if we yeah, right. if we
1: did have these things? And, and, and you know, it probably makes so many less mistakes than what humans make that it would save lives. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember right in Terminator, when it went to kill Sarah Connor, it only killed people named Sarah Connor. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, how many Sarah Connors are actually right? There? I think I, there was like maybe four women that were killed accidentally. I mean, it's. That's that's a risk we're willing to take, exactly, though. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, are we really going to spare the thousands
0: of military lives? I mean, what what's worse, putting thousands of military members at, at risk, or a couple Sarah Connors? I mean, yeah, couple Sarah Connors, thousands of military people. It's, it's the benefits that definitely outgrade the definitely. Out, outweigh the the risks. Yes. What's your opinion of lethal autonomous <laughs> weapons? It sounds badass. Badass (laughs) and horrifying at the same time. Yes. Because you know, if they can use them
1: in warfare, they can use them against us. uh, Yeah. uh, Well, and again, again, okay. You don't have, we've talked before about (laughs) humans officiating games. (laughs) Yes. And having that human element. Yes. Baseball games. Yes. Or any games. Yes. Imagine taking that out of warfare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Doesn't that sound even worse? I mean, when you have people that that that. I mean, yes, you you wouldn't have the the. I guess this sexual assault. (laughs) I hope, but hopefully not. Good God! I never even considered that element. But again, raping (laughs) robots—that sounds horrible. But imagine someone hacking your army. Yes, right. that doesn't that sound
0: bad? <laughs> That's almost as bad as somebody hacking the umpires at baseball games. That would be horrible. I <laughs> oh never even thought about Me that either. I mean, the Astros are hiring a hacking crew as we speak to hack the <laughs> uh, autonomous umpires so they can win the World Series again. Huh. Yeah. It's it, it's going to go that far. But back to <laughs> 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 Well, you know how split decision can change hey, this is the mission to mission abort. And you see it in the movies all the time where it's like, no, you can't kill him. And they're like, uh, but it is my mission to kill right, them. Right, right, right. They're the enemy. I must yeah. kill them. But no, no, things have changed. Yeah. Well, I did not receive that coding, so I'm yeah. sorry. Or
1: or mission abort. Oh, shit, it's in the mountains. We can't send the message to <laughs> him. Damn it, we lost our,
0: we lost we our, lost our signal. signal.
1: Oh, well, I guess he's going to finish the mission.
0: Or let's say autonomous robot is being controlled via satellite in a foreign country. And all of a sudden China takes out our satellite as they have been doing or known to do. And now we no longer have control of, now we have a rogue <laughs> lethal autonomous right? weapon out there, a, yeah. a killer robot out there on the loose. <laughs> yes. Because we don't have a satellite feed to them now. Yes. It's just like, oh shit, what do we do? Yeah. Can we hold up a coat hanger and with some aluminum foil on it? Then can we get, s-
1: <laughs> there's so yeah. many Yeah. what ifs. And autonomous weapons. Well, we programmed it to kill Bin Laden, uh, but we didn't differentiate which one, (laughs) so we killed them all. I don't care what you say about
0: like automation and how much smart it is, or how much quicker decisions it can make. You're removing that human element that you you cannot program the human element in decision making into. Yes, you can program all the data, like millions of lines of code for. Decision making into AI or into a robot or something, yeah. but you're still you cannot replicate replicate that human element, yeah. that the life valuing element, or yeah. you know, I I don't know, yeah, like that that element that makes you stop and think for even a split second, should I do this? Yeah, you know, um, a robot's not going to stop and think. Yeah. should I? Right, even if like there's so many. And, and, horrible but, military members that do horrible things or yeah. even good military members right. that have to do horrible things. Yeah. But I'd like to think for at least a split second, they're like, right before they shoot somebody, should I shoot? Like, yeah, you
1: know, a, a robot site, it's going to be like, ones and zeros equal kill, you know? Yeah. There's no, there's, should I do this? There's a line of, from james bond skyfall when mm. he first meets q and q's like i can do more danger uh, more damage behind my keyboard than you can with your your p is q th- like q and I? q's like the tech no he's the tech guy he, he's the guy that provides james bond with his weapons but, hmm. but he's a computer guy but okay. he's a
0: computer guy yeah like
1: q and yeah his code name is q huh anyways so he tells james bond he can do more damage behind his keyboard then James Bond can do with this gun. And, right. and James Bond's like, well, then why do you need me? He's like, well, because sometimes you need to pull a trigger. And then James Bond's like, well, sometimes you need to know when not to pull the trigger.
0: Yes. And so... Yes. I mean, that, that exactly. That's all we got to say. Yeah. Sometimes you need to know when not to... Or at least think, should I pull the trigger? Because yeah. a robot's not going to think, should I pull the trigger? There's right. so many things that the human element adds into that equation. It might be a slower decision, but there's so many things in there like... Uh, the morality of it, the um, the should I, you know, yeah. it's, is there a specific situation here? Yes, that's the enemy, but it maybe be yeah. like well, holding
1: his kid or something yeah, like that, right. you know? The bad look at the damage that even the semi-autonomous weapons is done. <laughs> right. When you have somebody from the other side watching a monitor trying to take out a target and he ends up taking out a hospital or a school. Well, they would like to tell you that it was the hum- human side
0: that right. made that oh, mistake, I'm sure. not the I'm sure. autonomous side. So that's why we got to take the semi-automatic out, the semi out of the qu- equation and make fully automated. So now you don't have those humans making those mistakes. Yes. Well, then uh, you can't really throw anybody in jail for that because no humans made that right. error. You don't have to throw put them on. We don't have to waste government resources, putting these people on trial or investigating or anything, because it's just like, oh, there's just it was the robot. What? I'm right. what oh,
1: sorry. We had a rogue robot. Yeah, I mean, you can't sue us when our robot went rogue, but but then you get to the whole argument about, you know, that the people who go on mass shooting, is it the gun or the person or the the driver? Is it the car or the person? But if it was a driverless car that ran (laughs) down an entire
0: parade, then you could probably blame the car. That's probably true.
1: We're just opening. I was going to say there there is so much debate right here.
0: Yes. (laughs) but this is a bad idea yes. based on all the movies I've seen. Yes. And yes. we say that about a lot of the decisions it's, that are made much higher than us. we it's can like, give
1: you homework. If you like yes. starting with Terminator, one Robocop one. <laughs> yes.
0: <sighs> well, they'll be like, well, did you watch the iron giant? Because that, that, <laughs> that
1: robot. Yes. Turned good. That That's true. That was, that was, but he had a little boy helping. That it. is true. Maybe we just need more little boys. We need to put little boys with the <laughs> with the robots, automated weapons. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh man, we are out of time. Yes. On that note, killer robots, we're going to let you go with that nightmare. Yeah. But don't worry because in less than 24 hours, in exactly 22 hours is our extravaganza. Christmas extravaganza. Woo-hoo! Our annual We can now say it's our annual Christmas extravaganza because this is our second. Yes. Last year I wanted to be like this is our annual, and it's just like, but it's it's our our first. This is this is our first annual traditional (laughs) Christmas extravaganza. This year we can say it's annual because annual. This is the the first. This is the big one. This is going to be big. It's going to be fun. A lot of surprises. A lot of moving parts. You don't want to miss this. Music, games, story readings. Wow. Comedy. All, all these things, possibly, just, just a mixture of some of
1: all of those things. Yes, you're keeping it very close to the vest. I am. I'm not even sure. Bill knows nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing, and only I do. And even I don't know (laughs) what's actually going to happen because it's just like I got all these plans. All of them can fall through by tomorrow, and you could just be listening to me talk. <laughs> hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Well, we are going to have this, but uh, sorry that didn't happen, but it would have been really cool. And this is what it may have sounded like if that would have happened. <laughs> I will try to recreate that. Christmas special tomorrow night, which is Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, live. That's the difference from last year. Last year, we didn't do it live. Oh, This year, that's we are right. doing it
1: live. Oh, there's all kinds of shenanigans we can have. Yes.
0: We will be joined by Dan Smots of the System of Down podcast and Remzo Martinez of the On the Run podcast. They're veteran guests of this show. They've been on multiple times, both of them, and they're always a blast. So it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you, though? Yeah, I really am. Yeah, you need more excitement in your voice. Okay, I cannot fucking wait for this. (laughs) I'm going to, just to make sure you show up, I'm going to have... Bourbon eggnog waiting oh, for you. Shit. My my own special recipe of homemade bourbon eggnog. So the show could get interesting. It could exactly. get interesting. Normally I have a policy of I don't drink alcohol while I'm podcasting, but it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's my Christmas. Exactly. It's your Christmas. Yes. It's y'all's Christmas. Invite your friends. Invite your grandmas. Invite your aunts and uncles. Everybody. Let's make this a big, giant fest. Put on your
1: ugly Christmas sweater. Yes, obviously. Light your fireplace. Grab some bourbon eggnog. Yeah. And join us.
0: Yeah. Don't light your house on fire, though. No. no. We're going to get out of here because we got to, I got to, I got to wrap up some loose ends for this show, okay. for this Christmas special. So we're going to get out of here for this week. This has been your week- weekend wrap up. Do not miss that special tomorrow. Otherwise, enjoy your Christmas. Less than a week till Christmas. Again, yes. we will not be doing a weekend wrap up next week, the week of Christmas or the week of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, whatever, just to give us a chance to, um, time with our family yeah enjoy you, the holiday time yeah. but we're we're not going to be like a lot of podcasters will take the whole week of christmas yeah, no, and new year's no. off we're still giving you those main episodes yeah. so you have that
1: to look forward and to I'll, I'll be in alabama but i will hopefully call in and, and be able to participate a little bit oh yeah on Monday night. i forgot about that oh yeah i should plan for that
0: <laughs> okay then <laughs> <laughs> on that, note, now I got to make new plans. He <laughs> just threw a monkey wrench in my entire next two weeks, but that's okay. We okay. will, the show must go on. Yes. Have a great rest of your weekend, the last couple hours that there is. We will see you here. Do not miss tomorrow night. Peace. Good fucking
1: bye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski,
0: Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, The On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your earholes.
1: And as always, never stop talking.